Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 78. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. My name is Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned business growth strategist, helping entrepreneurs around the world to make six and seven figure leaps in their business. Each week, we bring you multiple episodes designed to help you go further faster in accomplishing your goals and dreams. Now let's get down to business. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am super excited to have the fabulous Kate Erickson here with me today. Kate, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kelly. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks so much for inviting me on. I'm so honored to be here. Really appreciate it. So let me tell our listeners a little bit about you if they don't already know all of the great work that you're doing. Kate is part of the incredible power couple team behind the brand Entrepreneur on Fire. Kate is the content creator and community leader of Entrepreneur on Fire. And together, her and her husband, John Lee Dumas, have built a multi-million dollar enterprise helping people leverage the power of podcasting. Entrepreneur on Fire is arguably the most profitable podcast on the airways and is joined by guests known as some of the world's most influential leaders of our time, including Tony Robbins, Brian Tracy, Gary Vaynerchuk, and the top other entrepreneurs seven days a week. Kate is also the host of Kate's Take, the Entrepreneur on Fire audio blog, and the Fire Path, a beginner's guide to growing your online business. Kate is passionate about helping entrepreneurs create freedom in their business and life through developing systems and processes that can help their business grow. Kate, welcome to the show. Thank you. What an amazing intro. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, you got it. So, you know, I I love your podcast. You talk a lot about breaking down the systems and really putting step-by-step processes in place to help people create freedom. And I think for some reason, Kate, and you can tell me what your experience has been, but it seems like that's very counterintuitive for entrepreneurs, right? Like we're wild, crazy people. We're all over the place. People have so many ideas and they've got their hands in 50 different things. And I feel like you're trying to like help people like get out of their own way and actually get their business running like a business so it can grow, right? That is so spot on. There's so many entrepreneurs that just have like these huge ideas and they're like really trying to work on their business. They don't want to be in their business. And a lot of the times, unfortunately, systems start in the business. Like you have to build that foundation first. And so, yeah, typically a lot of entrepreneurs just don't have that you know, super organized, like detail oriented mindset to where like they're willing to sit down and focus on that because their minds are going a million miles a minute with all these amazing ideas. Like who has time for systems, right? (laughs) Right. And you know, I think the thing that a lot of people miss is, and I talk about this a lot, it's like you have to take one step backwards in order to take a big leap forward. And I think people sometimes can't see the forest from the trees. They're like, I don't have time for that. I have to go close a client. And meanwhile, they could be closing 10 more clients if they Mm -hmm. had that marketing system in place, right? Yes. So talk to me a little bit. First of all, what made you decide that you were going to really like niche in on this key area? Like how did you know that this was like your, your focal point that you wanted to build your segment of the business around? Yeah, that's really a great question because it took me a while to get there. I started working with John here at EO Fire in April of 2013. And it wasn't until gosh, almost about 2015 that I kind of just discovered that systems and like breaking down these steps was really my zone of genius. Mm. 
And that took a lot of exploring. It took a lot of trying things that, you know, I wasn't really sure if it was going to land with our audience. Like I didn't know when I started writing the blog, I didn't know if our audience was going to resonate with the topics that I was talking about. I mean, I kind of assumed such just because I was taking the lead of, you know, following the lead of John Lee. Um, But there were so many lessons learned in between. And each of those lessons learned, well, like exactly like you said, taking that step back. All of those little tiny lessons learned. I'm like, where is this taking me? Like, why am I going through these struggles? And why am I having these failures? But then like in January 2015, it was just like, oh my gosh, like this is why all of these little failures, all these little missteps have now like led me to this realization that I need to stop focusing on like all these other things. My thing is systems. Like that's what I do best. Well, and what's awesome about it is you're really able to own the space. Like there isn't really anyone out there teaching about systems as like a core focus area. Like, of course, a lot of us touch on those things, but you give people really in-depth, broken down, step-by-step detail. And and, and it really is, you know, I, I, I talk to my clients a lot about this. It's about the every, it's all about the foundation right? Mm -hmm. Like this is the foundation of building an organization, an enterprise instead of a solopreneur that owns their own job. I think that's really the difference between someone that says, yes, Kate, I am going to follow what you're teaching here. I'm going to get these things in place in my business versus I just don't have time for that. Uh, I couldn't agree more. That's so, I, I love that. So Kate, tell me a little bit. Now, I know for me, probably one of the biggest things that I see with a, a lot of the clients that I work with and the people in my programs that, uh, one of the biggest things holding entrepreneurs back from growth is that they don't have a system in place for sales and marketing. It's like a lot of spaghetti being thrown at the wall, a lot of running really fast on a on a treadmill uh, in that hamster wheel, trying a lot of different things, but no real structure or form to it. Do you come across that as one of the top things or what do you see as the top things holding people back in this area? You know, I, I definitely think that that's one of them because naturally as a focus, like we start to build our business or we start creating our business, or even when we're thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, like sales and marketing and that type of stuff, that's what we want. Like the end result is creating freedom and we create freedom in a lot of ways through being able to monetize and replace our income or support our family or just live the lifestyle that we want to live. And so I think that we automatically go to that point of like, well, when do I get to start making money? But even before that, there's so many other steps you have to take to, like you said, Kelly, really set up that foundation. And so even like not even specific to a thing like a sales and marketing, uh, you know, process or system that you set up, I think the biggest thing is that people get held back from starting systems at all because, and you said this before too, they, they're so focused on getting one client right now that they can't see that if they were to set up this system and forget that one client that a month from now they could be getting 10. Mm -hmm. No, I, I couldn't agree more. Okay. No, that totally makes sense. So hopefully for everyone listening, um, tune in here, you know, we're talking about what you can do to build the foundation of an organization an enterprise, a real business versus a job that you own. And Kate is really breaking down some of the key mindsets and focus areas that you need to hone in on. 
on if, if that's a goal of yours. If you want to move from working to close the next client to building leverage and scale, this is like really one of those key things that, that stands in the middle of that. Now, Kate, you do the, the content creation and you're also the community manager for EO Fire. And, you know, I, I would definitely say being a part of your community that you guys have raving, raving fans and you also have incredible engagement with everything that you do. And I know that that is not by accident. So can you share with the listeners a little bit about what your intentional process or system is, you know, around creating engagement, building community and really putting out content that's actually in line with what your users need instead of you just trying to kind of come up with what you think they might want to hear? Yeah, that's kind of like a great starting point to talk about, like, if you're tuning in and listening and you're thinking, yes, I understand systems, I understand the importance of them, like, where do I start? I think that a content uh, system is a great place to start. And that's exactly where we started with starting to provide as much free value as we possibly could to an audience who we knew wanted and needed it. And we knew that our audience wanted it and needed it because we listened to them. John came up with his avatar, his ideal listener for the podcast. And once he knew who that was, he could go out there and start reaching out to his avatar. He could ask him, what is it that you want me to ask these entrepreneurs that I'm talking to? And Mm. what's the end goal? Like after you listen to an episode of EO Fire, how do you want to feel? And what are you going to feel empowered to go do after you listen to this? Mm. And those are such core, like fundamentals to getting everything else in your business right. Because once you intimately know your avatar and you know exactly what type of content to provide them, that's when they get to know, like, and trust you. Mm -hmm. And when people know, like, and trust you, then you get to start asking them what you can provide them that they'd actually be willing to pay you money for. And once they're willing to pay you money for something, if you're able to deliver on that through, again, listening to them, what is it that they want and need the most? What are their biggest pain points? And how are you going to solve this with whatever you're offering them for money? And once you do that, that's when you get to create that community. That's when you start having like seeing those raving fans. And those are the fans that like you've given them so much free value and you've given them so much of you, but not in a way that is good for you and a way that's good for them. Like nothing that John and I create here at EO Fire is something that we create for ourselves. Everything we create is for our audience. It's about them is not about us. And that's why we have a community because they know that it's about them. They know that it's not about us. And they know that every time we create something, we're doing it with their best interests in mind. When you allow people to be a part of what you're creating, which I I think is a, a very like key cornerstone to us building Entrepreneur on Fire to what it is today. It was not John and I behind this wall building this business for ourselves for two years. Every single step of the way, it was us and it was Fire Nation. Like they built this business with us. We are where we are today because of them. And I think that involving people in that way in your content creation, in the way that you put stuff out there, in the ways that you constantly improve what it is that you have to offer. When you allow your audience to be a part of that and they truly feel like you have their best interests at heart, then they become raving fans and that engagement just comes along with that. Now, you know, of course, there's a ton of other things that we do to keep engagement going, but that at the like very base level is so integral to creating that community and to creating people who 
love you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, so much value right there. I I hope everybody was really able to soak that in. And if not, just, you know, scroll back a little bit and rewind and listen to it again, because that was awesome, Kate. Thank you. And, you know, a couple of things that that I know you talk a lot about is, and you just mentioned it here once again, you know, that you create everything with your community, with your audience, with their feedback. Um, So it's a co-creation. And I know that you guys focus very heavily on proof of concept before you launch something something new. And I think that that's something that a lot of entrepreneurs are really missing today because they're fearful of, you know, building it and and kind of building the plane while it's flying. Can you talk a little bit about proof of concept and how you use that um, to build, obviously, you know, multi-million dollar arms of your business? Yeah, that's been, uh, you know, it's scary. I, and I can totally see that. And I remember when John and I were talking about creating Podcasters Paradise and he said, you know what? We've had a lot of people reach out to us. They're very interested in how to create a podcast. They don't know what steps to take in order to, you know, record an audio file and edit an audio file. And then how do you get this into iTunes so people can listen to it? Let's create this community with video tutorials and the support that we know these people want and need. But before we create it, let's just go ahead and see if people are willing to pay us money for it. And I was just like, my mouth dropped to the floor. I'm like, what? (laughs) And you know, there's, it's scary for so many reasons. Like, what if you do that and nobody buys, then all of a sudden this thing you thought you were going to create, like you just don't create it anymore. Or like, what if you do it and, and it blows up and like so many people are interested. And then you are like on the line to deliver this thing that you've just told people you're going to create. So I can definitely understand all the fear around it, but the most like integral thing in the process of getting proof of concept that you have to keep in the back of your mind is that this could save you so much time and money. If you spend six months creating a course, sinking your time and your bandwidth, your frustrations, all the roadblocks you're going to hit along the way, figuring out how to set up a membership site and a payment processor and putting together a welcome sequence. Like there's so many things that go into this. Can you imagine spending all that time creating something and then offering it to people and nobody buys it? Like, what are you supposed to do with that last six months of your business where you could have been creating content that people actually want and need and content that people will pay you for, but get that proof of concept first. Talk about your idea, present it to your audience as, you know, this is a really amazing opportunity for you to get in on the ground level. You're going to be my founding members. You're going to help me create this community because I want to put in it exactly what you want. So this is actually a really incredible opportunity for you to be an early bird, a founder. And if you'll just, and and because of that, I'm going to give you a very, very good investment deal on this. Like people, once we launch are going to be paying, you know, twice as much as you or whatever you decide. Um, But that gets people in on the ground level with you. And those people are going to be so excited about the fact that they're going to help you create this. Yeah, no. And I mean, that that's what it's all about. I mean, I, I think that that's really why so many entrepreneurs get stuck and frustrated and burnt out and exhausted in their business because they're trying to create things in a vacuum. And I know one of my biggest learnings as an entrepreneur was the importance of actually being real and allowing people to engage with me. You know, I think that with the rise of the internet, um, there's a misconception that, you know, you load m- media posts into um, an online scheduler and you send out 
out an email each week and like you're in business, right? Mm, And, you know, it's so much more than that. Like people want a relationship with you. People are buying your product versus someone else's because of you. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Kate, what are your thoughts on that? What are some tips that you would share with the listeners today around really breaking down the barriers between them and their audience and, and engaging with them? I think the, like, first thing to understand is that especially when you're first starting out in your business, you should be doing things that do not scale. And this coming from somebody who's obsessed with systems and scaling as much as possible, like, you know, that I'm not just throwing things in the fire right here. Like you need to do things that do not scale when you're building your business. And one of the most successful things that I've seen people repeat over and over and over again are setting up free calls Mm -hmm. with their audience. Like getting on Skype, like you and me are right now, Kelly, and talking to your audience, ask them, what are you struggling with right now? What is it that I could create and provide you that would be helpful for you? And so many people are scared of doing this. One, because it's hard work, Mm -hmm. like setting up calls and getting people to sign up for something. That's, it takes work. Like for sure, you need to put an opt-in up on your site or have some way for people to schedule time with you. I mean, of course there are barriers, but building a business isn't easy. Like whoever said that. Right. And doing these types of activities where you're literally one-on-one talking to your audience members. If you set up 10 of these calls, 15 minutes each, I guarantee you that time investment and that the, those activities that you're doing that are not scalable, those will be so powerful for you in learning what it is that you can create that's going to make you that money down the line. Oh my gosh, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, you'll have all of your content topics for the rest of the year laid out for yeah. you. You'll know what product to create that people will actually pay for you. You have a list in the words of your audience of what their pain points and their problems and challenges are that they're actually willing to, to pay to get a solution on. And and I agree with you, Kate. I think that because there's so much focus on um, scale now because of what people see online or whatever the case, you know, that sometimes people want to skip over that step of the one-to-one um, conversations. And and for me, I started my business, I did all one to one coaching. And then I moved from one to one, you know, into group and, you know, into more leveraged things. But I think, um, you know, matching the the level that your business is at is so critical. And it's also the thing that will quickly move you to the next level. Like if you try to skip over that step, then you don't have money for advertising, you don't have money to hire the assistant, you don't have the opportunity to invest in the things that you need in order to systemize and scale because you don't have that cash flow coming in. So I think definitely the the calls to get the information and insight, but also on the flip side, the consultations so that you can sell yourself before you even have a website or before you have all these fancy pages and funnels and all of that. You can be in business, you know, tomorrow just with your brain and the knowledge and expertise that you have that someone out there is willing to pay for, you know. Exactly. And I'm so glad that you brought up the point about like comparing yourself to other people about, you know, well, this person, you know, is already doing group coaching. They're making this much money a month. Like, I'm just going to do that first. Mm -hmm. Like, don't compare your right now when you're just starting out. Don't compare that to somebody who's been in business for five years. It doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. We've all been at the ground level. If you saw the EO Fire website on day one, I guarantee you'd have a good laugh out of it. Like, Mm -hmm. We've come a long way and all those fancy pages and everything that you just mentioned, Kelly, those don't exist on day one. They don't exist on day 100 a lot of times. Yeah, 
I mean, it took me years. Like we're still building funnels. We're still working on like, oh, yeah. optimizing all the online stuff. And I mean, that's what I have a team and I have like people helping me and it still is like a full-time job to build your whole online, you know, presence in addition to doing the work of building your business. So I agree with you, Kate. I think that um, not only can it be damaging to your confidence and like, you know, prevent you from taking the steps that you need to, but I also think it's so important from a learning and growth standpoint to like be present in the stage that you're in, um, mm-hmm. enjoy it, you know, optimize it and then use it as a stepping stone for the next one. Enjoy the journey. Yeah, definitely. Well, you guys are enjoying the journey. That's a nice, uh, <laughs> so, um, can you share with everybody a little bit about like what you guys are up to? Cause you have some crazy stuff going on right now, Kate. Yeah, well, we just recently made a big move. We moved from San Diego, California to Puerto Rico, and we're really loving the adventure, kind of getting out of our comfort zone. Like San Diego is so amazing in a million and one ways, and we miss it terribly. But, um, you know, sometimes getting out of your comfort zone is what you need to push yourself to that next level. So we're enjoying the adventure. We're enjoying the unknown. Um, We recently launched the Freedom Journal, which is a physical product, and it is a journal that will help guide you in accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days. John and I are both like so passionate and excited and stoked to be hearing about people's journeys with the Freedom Journal and how people are accomplishing things that they never thought would be possible, how people are being more productive in two days than they were in the last two months. Like these are literally like not me just making stuff up. Like this is what people are telling us in our Mm -hmm. Freedom Journal Facebook group. And so being able to help people along on that journey, being able to provide something that is encouraging and motivating people to accomplish their goals. Like I couldn't ask for more. Like it's so amazing to be a part of people's journey in that respect. Yeah. And I mean, what, what can be more rewarding than like playing that critical role of like being the the person that facilitates someone crossing that bridge and actually getting to the other side? I mean, I think that's amazing. It's very fulfilling. So share a little bit because I know that based on what we talked about here today, that you guys had a very specific process for how you validated that the Freedom Journal was something that was going to like break all these records and do such crazy sales that it did. Maybe you can share a little bit about the results in a minute, but um, can you share how you guys decided uh, that the Freedom Journal concept was the right next step for your community? Because I think it really speaks to the, the point that you were talking about earlier. Yeah, you know, this has kind of been, we've been building EO Fire for almost four years now. And the lessons that we've learned in that time, the input and feedback that we've received from our audience, the emails that we get every single day, like John and I read every single email that comes into our inbox. And through doing that, you know, another thing that does not scale, me and John being our, in our inboxes, that doesn't scale. But it gives us critical insights into what people struggle with every single day. So John comes to me with this idea that he has. And he's like, I've been thinking about this a lot. I get this question all the time. What do the entrepreneurs you interview on your podcast have in common? Like, what's the one thing? And of course, everyone's looking for this magic bullet. Like they want somebody to say that all they have to do is this one thing and then they'll be successful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so we're like, that's so hard to 
to find like, what is that one thing? There has to be something that they all have in common. There has to be something that they all do. So John came up with, it came to the conclusion that one thing that every single one of his guests does, every single successful entrepreneur he's interviewed, they know how to set and accomplish goals. So when he came up with that as like the one thing, then we kind of started backtracking, like, what have we heard from our audience in respect to setting and accomplishing goals? Like, have, have, has our audience come to us with a struggle before? Um, and we started doing like some research and what do we see in our Facebook groups? What do we see in our communities? What have we seen in the emails that people have sent us? Like, are those struggles, are a majority of them or even a good number of them related to the fact that people struggle with setting and accomplishing their goals? the answer was a big fat yes. Like Mm -hmm. that's a huge struggle for a lot of people in our audiences. They don't, they know they want to be an entrepreneur. They know that they want to make it happen and they know why they want to make it happen. It's a matter of figuring out how to get from point A to point B to point C all the way to Z to when you have created freedom in your life, freedom to spend more time with your family, free time, freedom, monetary freedom, travel freedom, like whatever that freedom is for you, people are having trouble getting from where they are right now to that freedom. And that was what the freedom journal was created to do to help people get from point A to point B to point C all the way to point Z. So when John first started putting it out there and talking about it, the feedback that we got just from him talking about it. And that's such a critical thing to do when you have an idea or you're working on creating something, start talking about it. Tell your mastermind members about it, your accountability partner, other people in your community and the Facebook groups you're a part of and the meetups that you go to, like talk about your ideas and what do people have to say about it? Like, do they get excited about it or do they have a lot of questions about it? Does it not really make sense to them? None of that was really the case with the Freedom Journal. Like every time John talked about it, people were just like through the roof, excited and like asking us how they could buy it right now. And all of that validation started piling up and adding up and compounding and the momentum started growing. And, you know, John talked to a lot of his past guests about it. A lot of his, you know, bigger guests, the guests who had a huge impact on Fire Nation and the guests who he had really built close relationships with. Every single one of them gave it two thumbs up. Like we were literally going to people and trying to get people to poke holes in this idea. Like what is bad about this? How are we going to fail if we create this journal? We were asking people for that and nobody could give us anything. And so we were like, you know what? We're going to do this. Like, Let's do it. And can you just really quickly recap some of the results just so our listeners can hear? Yes. So we launched a Freedom Journal on Kickstarter in January. We had it up there for 33 days. We met our goal in under two hours and we ended the 33 days with over 7,000 backers and over $453,000 made with the Freedom Journal. (laughs) And you guys, I know you guys broke a lot of records with that actually too, right? Yes, we ended up number six all time for publishing campaigns. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's amazing. But that's the power of systems. It's the power of research. It's the power of engaging with your audience. It's the power of delivering free and consistent and valuable content over time. So it just shows, Kate, that you guys live, breathe, eat and sleep Everything that you share, you also do in your own business. And that's, you know, a a great outcome and and the result of that. So congratulations. 
Thank you so much. And another piece that I want to squeeze in here real quick that was like so powerful for us and really made John and I just like be 10 times more excited if that's possible about this whole campaign is that we got to partner with Pencils of Promise and um, through the Freedom Journal campaign, we personally donated enough money to build two schools in developing countries. Um, and that was all on behalf of those who supported the Freedom Journal. So we were really, really excited about that too. Yeah, that's unbelievable. And I mean, that's just icing on the cake to be able to make such a huge impact and such a difference in the people reading it, but then also um, through Pencils of Promise as well. I know there's people listening that want to grab a copy of this, Kate. Where do they go? Thefreedomjournal.com. Awesome. And Kate, do you have anything exciting right now that you're working on that you want to share or any, you know, opt-in offer that you would point people to that you think they should absolutely get their hands on before they leave us today? Uh, you know, actually, I'm just wrapping up a free course that we created that is all around setting and accomplishing your goals. So kind of timely Perfect. with the Freedom Journal. Um, so if anyone wants to check that out, if you just go to free goals course.com. Um, you'll be able to sign up. It's a free eight day uh, email and video series that will help you get started with setting your goals. Excellent. Kate, you have been an amazing guest today. Thank you so much for all the generous value and just, you know, tremendous insights that you share. Really appreciate having you on the show. Thank you, Kelly. All right, that's a wrap, everyone. Thanks so much for being with me for this episode of Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you're an entrepreneur or a small business owner that wants to create more leverage and scale in your business, it all starts with systems. Get my free guide on systems and automation to streamline growth in your business by texting automate report, no spaces, that's automate report to 44222 or visit www automation-secrets.com. That's www.automation-secrets.com. So until next time, I want to remind you to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you're not already a member of my private email community, I want you to text the word IGNITE to 44222. Text the word IGNITE to 44222 to get all the resources, trainings, swipe files, and tips I only share there. If you're not already a member, all you have to do is text IGNITE to 44222 to get in on all the action. Thanks so much.